Who's the judge? The judge is God. Welcome to the No Need to Debate podcast. I go by Mark Bays. That's M-A-R-C-B-A-Z-E. Can't forget the hyphen. I'm not doing this alone. I'm here with my family. I'm here with my cousin Rome. You already know, man. You know, so on this journey, we intend to have healthy dialogue driven by music, preferably hip-hop, R&B, you know, Mm -hmm. the culture, everything culture. These convos, they should highlight the fact that our individual experiences in life and with music shapes our taste in music, and that taste is unique. Even if we don't, you know... Agree with each other or exactly. necessarily, you know, have the same point of views, we definitely going get to it, get it across, and, and, and it's all positive, you know what I'm saying? Like we say every week, it's positive, everything is positive. Just rock with us, man. If we don't allow our opinions to be skewed by what's popular or what's trending... Who knows what type of conversations we have and who knows what type of growth we'll, we'll be able to accomplish. You know, our stances on music may be different, but just like everything else in life, such as politics, mm-hmm. religion, abortion, feminism, all the isms, mm-hmm. it should be respected as long as you're willing to have an open dialogue about it. You know? Definitely. Now, Definitely. like I said for the last three episodes, although the name of the podcast is No Need to Debate, We'll be forced to debate because Rome be having some crazy nah. hot takes. Like he'll say some shit and I'll be like, how? How? Nah. It just does it, it don't make any sense to me. Y'all gonna see what's up, man. Y'all you know what I mean? That's what that's what y'all here for. Y'all gonna see the point of view. He always saying I'm wildin' and shit like that. Y'all definitely gonna see. I ain't wildin', man. You know what for I'm the saying? first two episodes, he's been he's been media trained, he but talking this media trained shit. <laughs> he's no, been media no. trained, but if you hear the shit that this nigga say off camera. I don't know. I got my brother in the background. Like, I think he could vouch for me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I think he could vouch for me. It's two against one, so y'all here with me, man. Y'all definitely here. Y'all here. Yeah, yeah, yeah they here. I'm saying, yeah, that's a fact. They here with me, uh huh. Okay. Uh, we gonna outnumber y'all. You know what I'm saying, y'all here with me. Even though our thoughts and our opinions, our stances on music may be different, it's that passion is our love for music. And the industry, you know, both of us are artists. I don't care what anybody say. So, you know, it's our passion and our love for music and the industry from a consumer's perspective mm-hmm. that allows us to have these conversations. And also, you know, geeking up about random shit like our top 10 hip-hop songs ever, mm-hmm. our top 10 lines, so mm-hmm. on and so Albums. on. A bunch of random yeah. shit, you know. So, bro with us. Rock with us, man. We definitely 
Definitely gonna be a journey, but we here, man. We gonna, you know what I'm saying, we gonna get it together. Everything, everything gonna be right. But you know, we here, man. I'm saying Saturday. Just seen this Canelo fight. I'm saying my man Canelo fucked him up. No moss in the third round. You know what I'm saying he ain't won no more. The nigga had me here watching boxing. It's crazy though, cause Canelo. You know what I'm saying he he just fought like two months ago. They they put this guy in the ring. He ain't fighting two years, so. Definitely was looking crazy. He definitely looked like he ain't fighting five years. He was fighting. <laughs> Who the dude that he fought? Yeah, yeah. They should have yeah. put him in the ring with me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Look like, uh, equal looking crazy. Yeah, supposed to have a title or something. I don't know, but definitely a good fight. We ain't see it. You know what I mean? For the three rounds that lasted, you know what I'm saying I guess it was a right. Who you think Canelo could fight that it would be challenging? I'm not into boxing, so I don't really know. I know a couple names. Like, can he fight? Javante Davis? Nah. Can they, Javante why, Davis why can't they the, fight? Javante Davis, 130, 135. So he, he know, fighting at 167. Canelo. 168. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he is. What's the lowest he ever came down? Because Floyd is light. 156, 157. I think him and Floyd fought at like a catch weight. So you don't think Davis could go up? Hell and, no. Nah. Hell no. He will, first of all, is two, Davis shorter than me. I'm like 5'7. Davis like 5'3. Davis is. He got to stay in his weight class. It's too much. But but as far as Canelo, Canelo definitely the best fighter in my eyes. You know what I'm saying? Right now. I don't think nobody fucking with him right now. I don't watch too much boxing, but watching a fight, he looked focused. He didn't move his eyes. Like, his eyes is gazing on his opponent. It's wide open. He looks super focused, clean, and confident. He looked like he had no thought in his mind that this yeah. dude was gonna win. Yeah, he been through it. He, got, he definitely he got a lot of experience. You seen fifty seven fights, so you know he definitely got a lot of experience. He been in there with the best. He definitely got that on his side. And his power. He young. He only thirty years old. So there's a lot of shit on his side. You know what I'm saying he definitely on a on on a, on, a, on his way to being one of the best boxers ever in the Hall of Fame and shit like that. You know what I'm saying being a Mexican fighter and. And crossing over to America and having that fame and that star power, he definitely, you know what I'm saying? You into boxing. Do you know who has the most fights? Oh, it would be back in the days. I couldn't, I can't tell you. It would be somebody from like the 70s. You, it's up there in the 100s? Yeah, hell yeah. Definitely? Hell yeah. Up there. Way past the 100s? Yeah, yeah, probably like 200. And they like regarded as nice? Nah. Or they just was boxing. Yeah. Cause they was just boxing. Nah, you gotta, think, you gotta <laughs> think they was watching a bunch, a bunch of bums. You know what I'm saying? You, any nigga that wanted to get in the ring, yeah, they call out a fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, like bum fights, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't really count these niggas having two. But I could say, see, it became an everywhere, like Sugar Ray Leonard and even even Floyd Mayweather Senior and shit like that. These niggas was fighting 15 rounds and shit like that. So Damn. It and those were great fighters. Like you know what I'm saying, you can't take nothing away from them. And they had a lot of fights. They might not have had 200 fights, but they was fighting 15 rounds. So we can't say just the old fighters wasn't really. You know what I mean? It was just in a certain amount of time where them niggas, certain fighters, was having 200 certain fights where a lot of them wasn't. You know what I'm saying wasn't recorded. Nobody had recordings of it. So niggas said they fought, but you know who the yeah. fuck? Who how we know? You know what I'm saying? Nigga gonna say he. But it's crazy because speaking of that, Canelo got like. 15 fights or something, 20 fights or something that he said he had in Mexico, but they don't count it. He said they, they know when he came to America, like they didn't count some of his fights. So he always say like, he like 70, he got like 70, he's 70 something in one because he got like 20 fights that, you know what I'm saying? But he spoke about it early in his career, but shit like that, you know what I'm saying? But definitely over 200, it was, it was fighters back in the days, over 200 fights, but they was fighting a lot of, a lot of bums, like I said. 
you remember when you used to box when you used to yeah. go to the boxing yeah. gym? Yeah. You got them gloves from Odell's. Yeah, yeah. Let me yeah, used yeah, to bring yeah. the gloves to Eldit. Yeah. Yo, did you box one time on Eldit? Remember they used to have boxing matches. Did I? Didn't you box somebody? Somebody. It was a couple boxing matches that I don't think no. You know, I don't think I ever boxed. I don't think I ever. I don't think nobody boxed me. I did I? I might have, I might have lumped him up a little bit. <laughs> might have lumped my man Raheem up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, might have lumped man. him up. That's my guy. Oh, man. But we here, we here. What's the vibe? How you feeling? How you been feeling over the last few weeks? How you feeling about, you know, everything going on in your life? Where we are? How you feeling today? What's your energy like today? What you grateful for? I'm grateful for life, man. I woke up good. I got some good sleep. You know what I'm saying? Wifey was rubbing my head, you know, passed out. You know, you give one of them hair washes. It was like yeah. one of those massages without the hair wash. I got that passed out. Woke up good. Good sleep. I'm feeling good, man. I hope everybody COVID-free, staying safe, man. Masking up like we always say, man. You know what I'm saying? Distancing. Trying to live life, get past this. You know what I'm saying? One day at a time. But me, I'm feeling good, man. Yeah. Ran into some traffic on my way over here, but it's all right. Definitely feeling good. How you feeling, man? I'm feeling good. You know, we had, we, had, we we going the third week straight. Mm-hmm. Sipping on some sour monkey. Yes, sir. You know? he, he sour monkey in there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> sour monkey. You know what I'm saying? That's his that's his ritual. Hey, week you gotta have his sour monkey. You know what I'm saying? Listen to a bunch of music over the last two days, getting ready okay. for this discussion mm-hmm. this week. Um, you know, I'm grateful for for life, family. Being able to wake up, see my family another day. Everybody came over here this weekend. I ain't, you know, I, I wasn't expecting that. So it's good to see everybody. Good to see that everybody's doing good. Their spirits are high. We've been through some shit over the last few years. Uh, and I'm saying it, 2020 was crazy, but over the last few years, like just building up to 2020, it just seemed like shit is getting worse and worse and worse. And, you know, I... I like to remain optimistic, but I know that it can have an effect on us and like mentally everything. It's sometimes we we aren't even aware of what's what's taking place. So I'm just grateful for the fact that I could sit here and enjoy time with my family and you know discuss music. That's what we're here for. So Definitely. uh last week this nigga said some wild shit to me. And y'all gonna was, hear this. Yeah, he always saying, hold on, before you say, he always saying I'm saying some wild shit. Y'all gotta listen up, man. What, what's the wild shit I said? Okay, so we're in 2021, and he told me that two weeks ago was the first time he listened to Drake oh, yeah, Views yeah, album. Shit, yeah. Now, <clears throat> I'm not too surprised by that because when Views first dropped, the reviews were mixed. And the first time I listened to it, I wasn't confused. I was like, I was like, what's this? Second time I listened to this, I was like, this shit is fire. You this shit it is when heat. it first came out? Yes. When it first, first day, soon as it came out, you know, like I told you last week, the first time I listened to this shit, I was smoking out of an apple with my fucking roommates. You know, the niggas was electrical engineer uh, majors and shit like that. So, you know, that's the first time I listened to Views. So when you told me that you didn't listen to it, I know a lot of people listened to it and the reviews was mixed. But a lot of people listened to it. He was breaking a bunch of streaming records. A lot of people listened to it. So when you told me that was a the first of, time. A lot of songs charted, though. So you can't really... Say, it's not that I didn't listen to it. I heard... I could say 50% of the album. 50% of the album charted. 
You didn't hear 50%. You thought you heard 50%. I thought, no. I mean, I actually heard 50% of I can say I heard 50%. You thought you heard 50%. We played it today and you was asking right, me, what's this song? let's say 40, 40, 40. I heard 40%. I can say 40%. This nigga heard 20% of the album. <laughs> because <laughs> Yo, Drake, 40% Drake of the albums so charted. You Drake can't say albums, that. Drake That's albums. Hotline Bling, Fire and Desire, Too Good, Pop Style. Come on, One Dance, Controller. That, those are all songs that charted. Yeah, and that album like 20 songs long. I mean, it, it's... Yeah. All right, you... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I'll give you that. Whatever. Man. Grammys. Like, come on, Grammys. That's Come on, that's like 10 right there. Still here. Come on. That's like 10. So I'm you just naming shit right now. No, you you no, just asked me those the names of those songs. You know they charted. But now you know because you're looking at it. Those are the songs that I, I know off the back. That charted, that I heard on the radio. I was hearing those were slowing around. They were spinning. Right. You can't say that. Those And those are the songs that are on the album. Now so, listening to it straight through. Like, what's your thoughts? The songs that I didn't hear that didn't chart are like... Good songs too. Like those are crazy stuff. I would adopt those are songs I like better. Like a lot of the songs that then like like Western flows. Like there's a lot Western of songs. Road even, flows. Yeah. yeah. Even even the um we just heard right now Redemption. Redemption. Hype, hype is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like he was talking. You know, and that I, didn't even go crazy. I don't understand how that didn't go. Wait, you heard it, and if you heard it, you was like, this is a great song. But I feel like it didn't really go crazy for how good it actually was. And we're going to talk about it a little bit later. It goes into that that, that conversation about what makes a classic. Those are one of those. And I'm going to speak about why. Those are one of those songs that makes a classic album. Even though it didn't chart and... Redemption? Oh, uh, hype. I'm going to give... Yeah, I'm going to yeah. give... I'm gonna give, Yeah, we're going to speak about that later when, when we get into that. But that's the, I feel, for me, that's definitely one of those songs that gravitated to me and made me understand him in a way, what he was going through at that time. At it that definitely time. put... They put you in his mind frame, and you know what I'm saying I don't want to talk about it too much. I'm gonna speak about it later, but that's one of those songs that 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 stu- stuck out for me on the album, and it made me like you know what I'm saying, you know, I like for me or for a rapper to have a, a a classic album. Speaking of that, they gotta have one. They gotta have singles that chart. They gotta have a, like I, I say, a classic album at least five charting songs. But for me, they gotta have timeless songs on the album. And they gotta have vulnerable songs. Like there's no, you're not just swagging a song out. You you actually rapping what you thinking. There's no, there's no just you know a lot. And it's cool. Those type of songs are always cool. Riding the, riding the, the beat and just going for a flow. But like if you don't have that song for me that I can hear and hear vulnerability, you speak. That's actually you speaking. You're not just rapping. Like you speaking and you talking those. And I mean, right. I gotta hear those type of songs. So right. That's that's what that is for me. You know what I'm saying. Number one, the intro has to grab me. I'm not okay, necessarily, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not necessarily yeah, yeah, yeah. saying it. Okay. It has to be fire, mm-hmm. but it has to grab me. Mm-hmm. And Drake is known for some fire intros. He's known for some mm-hmm. super fire intros. Tuscan leather outros, probably one of the best top three intros mm-hmm. in hip hop mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. Tuscan leather is mm-hmm. fire, That's but cool. with views. Like you said, what he was going through in that time, you know, the whole ghostwriting shit came up, the controversy, it came at him strong. Even though he got niggas up off of him because back to back went crazy, the controversy among certain fans was like, damn, this nigga don't write his own shit. I can't take him serious. And niggas was looking for a reason to hate Drake, even though he was doing, even though he was great. So when, um, when, if you're reading this, it's too late, drop. 
and it was a surprise album and it still went crazy. Niggas was just looking for a reason to, you know, throw this nigga off the square. So when the ghostwriting shit came, it was like, damn, it, w- it was a huge controversy. Remember, Twitter was going crazy at that time. And, you know, a couple days later, he dropped Charged Up. And it was cool. It was funny. It was funny. Like, the niggas I was around in college, our humor was along the lines of the human charged up when he dropped charged up. So it was funny. And then when he came back the next day, with back to back, it was like, oh, this nigga's a psycho. This nigga is out of his mind. You understand? So but but you know, you know what's crazy to think about it is like you were just saying, he still had people that wasn't perceiving him in the way they are now. I feel like because when he was going through that it was more of Street nigga versus a nigga that's this singing ass industry nigga Drake. You know what I'm saying? So even though he was making good music and he was, you know. But is there anyone who could deny that back to back was a a great comeback and it was just a a blow? You know when niggas did? They hated on it because Drake's not a street nigga. So you got all of, even me. I was one of those niggas. I'm not going to sit here and lie. I was what, Meek, what? (laughs) Ain't Ain't no way, nigga, I'm going, nigga, he dissing me. Nah, fuck Drake. Until, you know. You get around and you start because I'm I'm looking at it like Drake then I mean Meek didn't really elaborate. Oh yeah, he 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 got somebody to write his verse on Rico, but you know that put out the idea and the, and the stigma that he got somebody to write everything. Like just Drake right, doesn't right, write right. anything. You know what I'm saying? So right. that's where I was at. Where I was like, oh shit, this nigga. You know I'm finding out for me finding out Drake ain't writing none of this. Yo, what the fuck Drake ain't? Oh, so Drake just don't write his music. So now I got to look at him different. When you find out, all right, somebody might have wrote a verse. Somebody might have wrote two verses or a hook or something like that, but if you could see that he wrote actually hits for other people, so he he is a writer. You know what I'm saying that doesn't go mm-hmm. against anything that 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 or and he wrote big songs. Anything. He wrote big songs, songs that yeah. hit for big artists. So and when you look at it, I love wrote, Alicia Keys. He wrote hits for her when you know? she came out with Unthinkable and Drake backgrounds is just in. I mean his vocals they're just in the background. Yeah, he helped a lot he of helped, artists. He helped them. And 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 speaking on that, even. Him coming back and doing a song with Meek helped him out. You know what I'm saying? That 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 brung more, cause you know you still had people that was looking at Meek funny. The people that rock with that that rock with Drake. So you know it was still like a a thing. He he actually did a lot for hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like as a whole. But you know what I'm saying? We gonna we gonna talk about his album views. That definitely for me is a classic album because it got everything you look. It got party songs on there. Right. Got songs you could sit down and drive. Just take a drive by yourself. Smoke a blunt. You want to hang out with your shorty. Ride out. You want to sit down and, you know what I'm saying? Whatever you want to do, he definitely got those type, every, everything you're looking for in it. Songs you can listen to with your your family, your kids, however it go, you know what I'm saying? Every time I listen to Views, I like it more. And nothing was the same as my my favorite Drake album ever. But Views is definitely, it definitely creeped into second. It definitely creeped into second. And the more I listen to it, it can battle with nothing was the same. And... This most recent time I listened to Views, the thing that I could respect about Drake is that no matter what, he always stayed true to him and what he wanted to put out there and what he's always put out there. He told he he told the story about his father saying that maybe you should sing and rap. There's never been a successful singer and rapper. And when he came out the gate and started singing and rapping, 
there were people who gravitated to it, and then there was also people who criticized him for it, and people who couldn't get over the fact that he does make great R and B songs, or he does get in a bag where he's very sentimental and and vulnerable, like you said. But through all of that, he never did what anybody else wanted him to do, and when he came with back to back, and even after the shit, you know, the shit blew over or whatever for for the summer. Niggas still wanted to know what Drake was going to do on the album, if he was going to come at him some more, mm-hmm. you know? And, and and some of the lines he did, he came at niggas for like two years straight, yeah. which is what he does. He, he even he, said he, certain he, shit on the, uh, um, with him in Future, um, what a time. Yeah, yeah, he on, he on threw, a lot of threw, shit. He threw certain jabs at him on, on a lot of shit, out, you know? You know, that came out right after the, the, the beef was going on too, so, so definitely. Niggas was looking forward to that and to kick the album off with... Keep the family close. And it just being... That's not a song that you ever heard in hip-hop before. And if you listen to what he's saying, it's just like, who can make a song like this? This I can't think of anybody who can make a song like Keep the Family Close. Another thing that he sets the, the bar with on views, and it's crazy that I'm using views for a, a, um, an exa- a, a standard for a classic album. Um, another thing is the transitions. The transitions on the album from song one to song yeah, two yeah, to song yeah, three, yeah, the transitions on the album. And he put out a long album. 20 songs. 20 songs. He's been doing this for a while. When he came out with Scorpion, niggas was like, oh, he's doing a double album. Is a side A and a side B. I'm like, nigga, Drake been putting out 20 plus song albums or projects for, for an extended period of time, forever. So I didn't look at it like a, like a double disc album. You know? With views. The transitions on that album was great, and it held your attention for a song to to uh to be so long. And like I said on the last podcast, my biggest gripe with Drake is that so many singles will drop, and I want to be surprised when I hear the album. So I don't want to feel like I heard most of the album when I That's listen to the album. But with Views, he did a great job spreading out those songs. And another another thing I want to say is impact. The impact that it has definitely has to be great songs. It has to be great production. When you listen to Drake's songs, the production is damn near yeah, perfect. There's yeah, nothing yeah, out of yeah, tune. Yeah, yeah. There's certain Drake songs that's yeah. out of tune and then they he don't can't go. can't make a bad song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can't make a bad song unless the lyrics are trash. He's not picking bad beats. The production is not bad. The, 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 everything, his flow is always on. But only thing you can not like about a Drake song is that his lyrics. If you're not... I'm saying you not want the type of shit he he rapping about because he might be singing about a girl, he might be rapping about a girl, and niggas want to hear some gangster shit 24/7 or niggas yeah. ain't in the mood to hear that. A lot of niggas put Drake in that box of oh yeah that's the mushy rapper, that's the I'm saying the soft ass rapper, the nigga that's speaking his love. But no, he's thing. really an artist. What but, do people? No, 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 wait, wait, wait. Not okay. even that. Not only being an artist, he's spitting that shit. Though. Exactly. Niggas ain't listening. He's spitting that shit. It just. Niggas gotta open their mind up and and, and 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 hear what a nigga's saying. And maybe it might not be for them. I ain't forcing it on them. There's certain niggas that just don't like Drake. They, they don't like Drake. But if you listen, so then if nigga, you feel that way for Drake, you should feel the same way about Hove and Biggie. No, you should go back, give them a chance. This. Listen to this, and listen don't go over the songs that you hear on radio I'm, and what and, people and, say. And this is what I'm gonna say right now. And what I told you last week: when I hear certain shit, it make me go listen to them. That verse I heard with. Nipsey, that new song, 
that may I'm gonna go I'm gonna have a Jay Z day. I'm gonna go back and listen. Yeah, to I saw it. you playing. And I may I may be a Jay Z fan after I go back and listen to it. Cause that that made me feel like all right, I, I like that. I like that. That's the shit I want to hear. But if everybody and niggas looking out. Told Kenny the other day, yo, this top, oh, yo, yo, don't, how you gonna disrespect Hov say this top five? Oh, so you don't feel like this top five? I, I feel like that's a great verse. That was a great yeah, verse. Like, that was a, yeah. I was like, he was talking, he was talking super bold. I'm saying, bold. like, and, and I don't wanna say something, say nothing crazy, but, you know, one of the best verses I heard in the last, you know what I'm saying, recent, in the last, you know what I'm saying, more, yeah. more recent. So I'm definitely gonna tap in. I'm definitely gonna, and I may be a Jay Z fan. So, I'm not going to, so, you know what I'm saying? What you was about to say is definitely true. I, I I go back and certain shit that I hear, it'll make me go back and listen to him. So, Jay-Z, I definitely give him his props, you know what I'm saying? On that verse, and it's definitely going to make, I made the next podcast, I may be saying, oh, shit, I'm the biggest Jay-Z fan. Who the fuck knows, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I would definitely go back and tap in and see what's up, you know what I'm saying? But shout out to whole one that motherfucking song, though, you know what I'm saying? That shit was fire. Like his verse, Nipsey. He did his thing, you know what I'm saying? I like that. I feel like a fire. proud parent. You don't know how how long I battled <laughs> with this nigga to say parent. anything good about Hove. But like, back like back to the views conversation, he didn't switch up at all. And then when we talk about impact, right? When we talk about impact, I don't think people understand how impactful views was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You understand? Because controller. You know, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was I was I was in school. And I went to UA. UA ha- has a lot of Africans, you know, a lot of motherfuckers from the Bronx. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> these they be on the Afrobeat shit. So you, we was fake put on to the Afrobeat shit. But if you see the lanes that Drake hopped into, Afrobeat is so out of here right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's yeah, it's yeah. it's, it's, oh, yeah. it's yeah. out of here. It's the, not because you know it's crazy to speak on the Afrobeats. I'm just now. This is brand new. It's just now hitting my ears. I'm just. Fresh to this because I just started listening to reggae. Really, like I, I never really listened to reggae. Like I'm an R and B mostly nigga. I listen to rap. Yo, mind you, listen. Let me give you a little bit of backstory. We Costa Rican, right? But we the Black Costa Rican, so we got like we have Hispanic in our family, and we also have like Jamaican roots in our family. We grew up around calypso, uh, reggae, uh, merengue, all that shit. Somehow, some way, none of that shit. Is in this nigga's bones, like no, no, no. How do you not like reggae? No, no, no. See, I didn't say that. Not that I don't like it. I don't listen to it. Like that's not something I never. I can't tell you the last time. Like if me is, if we sitting here, we having a night. If me and wifey having a night, and we 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 drinking, we smoking our hookah, I might. I I feel a vibe out. I might put on some. I'm saying some reggae. We feeling the vibe. But for me to go type in on my use or type in on anything a reggae song. It don't come to me like that. But I definitely like it. It sounds that's fire. I definitely, if I hear it, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes Kenny be throwing, I'm like, what the fuck you? He be bringing me back from when we used to be in the yard and they playing certain shit. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I definitely like it. It's just not something that I don't go, you know what I'm saying? You know how when you go, you want to listen to music, I'll type in R&B, I'm typing in rap or hip hop, you know what I'm saying? Something of that nature. I'm not really looking. It don't come to me of listening to reggae. Reggae will only, I will only listen to reggae if we chilling and having that vibe and yeah. it's me and wifey. I'm not going to listen to reggae by myself. I would never gotcha. that would come to me. You know what I'm saying? But even even with reggae, like, you know, and reggae always found his way in hip hop. We always had a reggae hit in hip hop, but he kept that going. That, yeah, he provided that. Controller. that was like a, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it had that reggae vibe, but it definitely inspired a lot of people to do certain songs like that. To jump out that, the box. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of people started. And, and Drake is good. A lot of people criticize Drake of 
not swagger, but like riding waves and and and, and, and jumping on niggas hype and and t- jacking niggas shit. I see he definitely be bringing attention to certain people. Too. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And people don't speak about that aspect of it. They speak about, oh, he always trying to stay relevant. At the end of the day, a nigga going to do something. Like, you can't you can't knock a nigga for working hard. That's part right. of working, too. He's working. Right. So what you want him to do? Like, niggas don't want you to win. They want you They want you to win until they say, now you do it by you do that. Now you do it. There's always something. You can't please everybody. So you got to do what you got to do. So And, and I, I see like, a lot of slander about OVO and about him not putting his artists on. But, like, bro, he gave... He gave Division and uh, Majid Jordan their, like their time on that album. I can't remember who it was who had the interlude, but that's their own song on a Views album. Mm-hmm. So I, I think people expect him to bring these people up and have them be on the same level as him. But if you listen to their music, they're not that type of artist. Y'all don't even listen to the, to that type of shit. Y'all sit here and say they're good because you know people who are qualified to say that they're good are, are vouching for them. So motherfuckers on the internet would be like, oh, I fuck with Division or whatever, like, you know, shit like that. But niggas don't really listen to their music and understand the type of artists that they are. So they'll be like, Drake don't got them lit. Right? They gonna always say whatever, but at the end of the day, he put he put eyes on a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, Definitely. look at Hedy One. Throughout his, I would've never listened to Hedy One or heard about Hedy One if he, <coughs> he didn't do that song with Drake. You know what I'm saying? And after that, I heard him on the song with Drake. I typed him in the other day. I see he got a new song, Siberia. I looked at the video, that fucking video. Like I even showed you. I like well, I'm yeah. gonna speak about that video to me. That that's since. something like that made me and the, and the song is fire. Don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about like the video is fire. The song not fire. No, the song is fire too. But that video, like that video, captured. You know what I'm saying, and I would have never looked at. It. I ain't hear about Hedy One. You know what I'm saying I never would have heard about him if it wasn't for Drake. So he definitely put eyes on people. And, and definitely help niggas get get fans and and, and help their fan base. And even even that niggas getting money because it's all about niggas getting money. He definitely helped niggas get a check. You know what I'm saying? Look at the song he just did with Dirk. That shit put Dirk in a whole nother light. As opposed to, you know what I'm saying Dirk right now is on a run. Yeah. This is not taking nothing. Yeah. Like a Dirk, like we I speak about it all the time. Listen to Dirk all day, but but it validated song, it. It validated and gave up. Right now you now yeah you you that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. you got to look at it. A lot of niggas haven't been working as hard as Dirk, and you know I'm not saying I'm not working as hard, but been out as long. Let's say Favi been out two, three years. He got a, fe- a feature with Drake. You know what I'm saying that shit helped him. Mm-hmm. Soon as he, know what I mean, soon as he got that feature, look, and he already had big drip. He had songs that was, you know what I'm saying shooting, but once he got that song, look, you validated. You walk. Yo, I got a song with Drake. You know. You could perform that song, and that's a show right there. You're going to forever have that. You know what I'm saying? That fan base, Drake going to put you in that light. You know what I'm saying? And look what he did with, from Lil Baby to to, to Block Boy JB to, to even, rest in peace, RP, you know what I'm saying? XXX, even though it was a, a situation where he had problems, it still worked to his benefit. He was able to capitalize. I'm not saying mm-hmm. Drake helped. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? He helped mm-hmm. himself and cap, but that's just the magnitude of how big of an artist he is that right. he could... It's up to you to capitalize off it. Like he's giving people features, he's jumping on people's songs, and it's up to you on how you capitalize it. And right. and niggas is a lot of niggas benefit. They can't say they didn't. They may not be what they wanted, but yo, give yourself time. That nigga ain't. You know what I'm saying he ain't jumping over. There. He had a lot of shit. That's why I say Drake is special. You know what I'm saying I give him his props. Yeah. You know what I mean because he had a lot of shit going against him, being on the TV show, being who he is, light skin nigga. Like you know we don't really. You know what I'm saying it's a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying we look at these niggas little so he's singing and all that shit. He ain't no gangster. 
being in Young Money where there's a bunch, supposed to be a bunch mm-hmm. of blood gangster niggas and you know what I'm saying for him to come out and, and make a situation out of that, make the best out of it, he definitely something special and niggas gotta acknowledge that. You know what I'm saying? Right. And 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 this album, after all of that, definitely solidify his place in not only being a great artist but being able to make great albums because that's not the but first. You know great what's album crazy? I feel like. All of his albums I was, I was, yeah, solidify. Was, was, it's like yeah. there's always a question yeah. surrounding Drake. Even when he first came out. I feel like when Best I Ever Had came out, I was like, damn, this nigga's great. Like he's rapping and he got some bars on it that's hitting. And he's also singing, got a great melody. Top 10. I don't, I'm not sure if it went top 10, but it, it, it hit. It definitely hit Billboard. When, when he came out with Best I Ever Had, I remember I was living on Melrose. Right here, I was living on 22 Melrose. That shit came out. I'm like, oh, I forgot somebody playing it. Like, oh yeah, that's that's Drake. Drake, Drake from Degrassi. So I'm like, hey, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. He just signed a little Wayne. I'm like, oh, little Wayne wrote that. That's the first thing I thought. I didn't think Wow. I, I that that's just something that I thought. Like, wow. Little Wayne wrote this. Cause I didn't I couldn't yeah. understand I couldn't see Drake from Degrassi. And it's crazy. Like now the niggas don't, this is not Drake from Degrassi. It's just Drake. Niggas don't even right. mention Degrassi no more. That's just like exactly. that didn't even follow him. It follows him for, I mean, it's still, he's still attached to it, but it doesn't follow him. Like, his name is not really attached to Drake being from a TV show with Degrassi. Like, he's not an actor no more. He's one of the greatest artists that we have in our time. You know what I'm saying? So, that def- he definitely trans- transpired into something bigger than what pe- people normally coming out of that situation did. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, when I first heard that, though, getting back to that, I, I just thought Lil Wayne. So, I wasn't really on the old shit. I was like, oh, it's a great song, but I didn't think it was from him. I didn't respect him. And it took a while. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't. Dr- it was a while. It, I started being a Drake fan, and I, I always liked his songs. But I, I started being a Drake fan when him and Wayne, they was dropping, like, ignorant shit and, 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 um, the other shit um um and I, when him and Wayne like they would that's when the, the, he was going mixtape credit like October's very young mm-hmm. shit like that like I was like okay started catching my ears I'm saying then after that I started tapping in I'm saying oh shit Drake because like I said it was a, oh shit he's singing all the time he but when you listen to this nigga nah he's this nigga's not yeah just singing like the first time I respected it they was playing um. So far gone mm-hmm. at this barbecue. I went to this barbecue and they was playing it. And you know, his name was, was already ringing bells, but I didn't really know how to find the music. So when I heard him at at this barbecue, I'm like, damn, this this nigga Drake. And then he did the uh freestyle over the 808 and Heartbreak shit. And I remember at that time people was trashing 808 and Heartbreak. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, niggas is trashing this. I feel like this is a great album. Mm-hmm. But when Drake got on the um the say what's real shit when he did the say what's real the freestyle of Kanye shit, um, people was jacking it. I'm like, yo, nobody fuck with the production on on the Kanye album, none of that shit. So for him to bring light to it and highlight it, you know, the the Kanye album had mixed reviews too, but for Drake to highlight that song and then you know go crazy on it and to do a whole album because I feel like the say what's real freestyle brought a lot of attention to so far gone but overall the the run that he went on even when he dropped his first album I don't know the, the first album get mixed reviews I love it maybe because of my experiences riding the train back up and uh back and forth to Harlem but 
I love the first album. Take Care, it was like, all right, what could he do this time? A lot of people fuck with Take Care, but I don't really... I'm not going to say I don't fuck with it, but I don't think it's his It's his best album. It's a lot of songs that I fuck with on there, but I don't think it's his best album. I, I didn't feel like I was ready for that after Thank Me Later, because I fuck with Thank Me Later Hard Body. So I wasn't ready for Take Care after that. You know, a lot of good things came out of Take Care, like The weekend and shit like that, but... You know, and then on to the third album, you know, everybody know that nothing was the same as my, my my favorite shit. But it always seemed like it always seemed like Drake had to overcome some type of obstacle. And with views, it was the biggest obstacle that he had to overcome. And he slayed that shit. He stayed true to himself. And when we get to the conversation on damn, what the fuck is gonna be on certified lover boy, even a title, like, you know, it's questionable. But my perspective on it is like this is who he is. This is him embracing who he embracing himself. You know, it's certified. Y'all niggas look at him as a lover boy anyway. You know, he's he's known for giving out for giving out love. And even though he give a lot a lot, a lot of love, a lot of beef and shit come come behind that. You know, a lot of tension. And that nigga been working know. out, man. He probably gonna knock one of these niggas <laughs> out. He probably gonna knock one of these niggas out, man. That nigga you know, Jake been in the gym and shit. <laughs> all these niggas, you know what I'm saying? So like to to wrap that that topic all up. When it comes to like classic albums, I think that album set the bar. Like production on it is amazing. It's, it's something that we haven't heard before. It's an introduction. It's opening the doors to who I am and what I'm going through specifically at yep. this time. Yep. Like you said, vulnerability. And he's the most vulnerable artist, rapper, maybe artist ever. You know, the nigga's so relatable. We all going through shit. And there's not a Drake bar. You could go through a Drake song and he say some shit and you can completely relate to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can completely relate to it. Kids to old people. You know what I'm saying? And and that's definitely what I would consider a great artist. He definitely got all around great music. Like, I feel like, you know, and this is another debate we can have. I feel like he's the greatest artist I've ever heard. You know what I'm saying? And I and when I mean great artist, there's things is he the greatest lyricist? No. May may is he the greatest singer? No. Is he you know what I'm saying? But he has the all around talent to me that be the greatest artist. He he could give you whatever type of song you want. And that shows versatility and and that's the thing that a lot of artists today can't show, you know what I'm saying? So what falls in line with your criteria for greatest artist? Like why do you consider him to be the greatest artist? Like I just his versatility to be able to give anybody a type of song. He's gonna he could give me a gangster song. He could give me an R and B song. He could give me a, a a a reggae song if that's what I'm looking for. He could give me a Spanish song if that's what I'm looking for. He could give me a dance song if I'm. Uh, he could give me a turn up song. He could give me a a a, a a a a just a vibe song. He could give me a song where it sound like a freestyle. He could give me straight bars. He give me hooks. He give me vibes. Whatever whatever it is, he gonna give me that and it's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be the top of what he's doing in that in that category. So if he's gonna go do some reggae shit, that shit gonna sound like the top nigga that's doing reggae shit. It ain't gonna sound like he just started doing reggae. It's gonna sound like he been doing it for a while. If he gonna go do a Spanish song with Romeo Santos, it's gonna sound like even though you know he getting how he doing Romeo, yeah of course. But he gonna sound like he been doing this shit. It ain't gonna sound like a lot of niggas just jumping in, jumping out the water. He don't sound like a fish out of water. He sound like he's swimming, you know what I'm saying? He definitely sound like he he he's, and I don't know. 
he definitely got one of the biggest machines behind him. You know what I'm saying? So that's something that's good. And it, it could be a benefit. Like, he probably put in that work to do that. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm not going to say probably. He put in enough work. So he got a machine behind him now, but everything just sounds top-notch. You know what I'm saying? And for me, the lyrics that he spent, like, we, like you just said, is relatable. Like, he's not... He's saying things that's going over your head, but he, but he's saying things that you can relate to. And he's saying things that, in time, you is going to be... All right, you could listen to a Drake song. Right now, you could go back to best I ever had, and you right now you could feel some. You gonna you gonna feel that. It's not like always oh, that's an old Drake song. Nah, you're not gonna feel like you are gonna feel like oh this this that shit. Even up to now, he make classic songs. He make timeless songs, and that's something that puts him in a different category. Like, and 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 like you said, for him to be so vulnerable, and have so many eyes on him, and keep doing this year after year, song after song, summer after summer. With so much pressure, cause he yeah. didn't been through it all. Like yeah. it's not nothing you can't. Well, he ain't going through the shooting up and uh, he ain't getting in the shootout. That's but. why he. That's what he said in Redemption. Wonder what they would do in my position. Like what would a lot? What would a lot of people do in his position? Oh, a lot of niggas. You know? A lot of niggas stop rapping. A lot of niggas can't deal with that pressure. You know what mm-hmm. that pressure is? You you and you being compared it. to the greats and they throwing dirt on your name and you in the era. See, a lot of these niggas. I'm gonna keep and you know. There's no shot at a lot of artists that came up, but they didn't come up in the in the era of of, of social media. You know what I'm saying Jay Z wasn't coming up in the era, and it, and and it was times where yeah he was coming up and social media came out as he. But when he started and a lot a lot of shit wasn't social media. A lot of these rappers didn't have social media, so yeah. it was a lot of privacy. These days you don't have a lot of privacy, yeah. and for him to still be so private, I know he. You know what I'm saying he definitely be ducking and dodging niggas to be so private. You know what I'm saying, but at the end of the day. It's still hard, and everything is out in the open. Everything he do is out in the open. They got songs that's leaking and shit like that. You got, you know, what I'm saying you, you, you. It's hard to stay on top, and for him to do this since he been in the game, I feel like puts him in a different category. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's how I feel like Chris Brown and the R and B. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. but that's just how I feel about. Drake, that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, yeah, that's a whole nother conversation. Chris Brown is a whole nother yeah, conversation. Yeah, we, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. I mean, that's just what I feel like for Drake makes me. Like what? What do you feel makes a great artist? Or, or, or cause I feel like, I, like I said, I don't, I don't know who's your favorite artist. Like Drake, and I can't say Drake's my favorite artist. Yeah, that he's not my favorite. artist. My favorite artist is Kanye. Of like, course, let that be known. I, like I, of course, that's you what know, I'm asking. My favorite rapper is Jay Z. When it comes to like, okay, not to cut you off. Mm-hmm. Does greatest and favorite fall in line with each other? Like, is, do you feel like Kanye is the even though he's your favorite, do you feel like he's the greatest artist of all time? No. Okay. No. Like, if I'm being completely honest, the greatest artist of all time might be Michael Jackson. Okay. It might be Beyonce. Okay. It could be Prince. But then it could be Earth, Wind, and Fire. When we talk about art, these niggas are physically putting shit to the board. So Kanye will be up there as well because Kanye is a producer. You know, so he does something other than rap. And although he may not be as skillful, even though Kanye is a skillful lyricist, I don't care what nobody say. There's there's a couple... I agree. There's there's some bars that Kanye got up there that's like, yo, that's really clever. You know, I, I think you have to be really clever to be a, a, a great artist. But... Um, when it comes to the criteria for great artists, I think you have to touch multiple things. 
not just outside of music, but in mu in music, you have to be able to produce and be, I don't know, a, phys a physical artist. Because even Michael Jackson, he may have not produced, but he danced. You know, that's his art. And he danced on another level. He was the greatest dancer. You couldn't find a, be a better dancer in the world than Michael Jackson. You know, until Chris Brown. And that's and that's why that's why, you know, for me, I put Drake or that that pedestal because his he's versatile. So he brings something different to the game. It's not just like it's not just one thing. Not just one thing. He gonna tap into every lane. And that's something that artists either artists can't do, they scared to do, or they haven't done. Right. A lot of artists jumped in the R and B. A lot of artists jumped into, you know, the only thing I haven't heard Drake jump into is rock. He didn't jump into pop. He didn't jump into everything. I don't know about country and shit like that, but, you know, that's the only type of lane. Drake created lanes. Drake, you know, reinvented lanes like those Beach Boy lanes. If you think about Hold On, We're Going Home, what the fuck was that? This Hold On, We're Going Home. What the fuck was that? Like, what would you classify that as? Pop? That's, that's, that's R&B slash pop. Like, when you hear that, and I'm not sure if... I'm not sure if Hold On With Going Home dropped before the the album cover was released, but when you hear Hold On With Going Home, you could see those yeah, colors. Yeah, yeah, you could yeah. see those colors, mm -hmm. the the blue background. You could see those colors when you listen to Hold, uh, Just Hold On With Going Home. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't know. When, when I think about great artists, right, and then compare it to like the time that we're in now, and we continue to get pretty valid artists like Drake is the most recent great thing that mm -hmm. that's been produced when you talk about like this climate now do you think the standards for music are lower do you think the older generation can't get with some of the shit that's going on now because the standards for music is lower think about it like music is super accessible to everybody so anybody could do it, throw a song on there, and if they popping or if they do the right thing, they could just blow up, you know? And it may, maybe they could do that again and again and again and again, and the numbers show like, damn, people are streaming and gravitating to this artist. Does this make this artist, do, do this make this artist the greatest artist or up there with the greats? Because what people are doing now is they're equating numbers to greatness. And when you think about some of those artists from back then, some of these niggas is touching instruments. The reason why I throw Prince up there is because it was nothing that Prince couldn't do. He could dance. He could sing. He could sing high. He could sing low. He could play the guitar. You know, he could do everything. When you think about the band, Earth, Wind, and Fire, the musicality behind their songs, like there's no way I could, I could disrespect these people who are physically talented at doing something rather than making some sounds. You know, and then considering them great because the numbers, the streams is is validating them. And this, and this, so do you think the standards, my phone, oh. I, I'll let you go. Yeah. Do you think the standards for artists now are lower and we're just accepting that? So when a, a specific artist stream a certain way and we like, damn, this nigga did this much amount of numbers. Because think about it, back then them niggas were selling physical copies. So everything was physical. Do you think the the... The more we get away from being physical with the music that we consume, the the um the less it matters. Because matter is anything that take up space, right? So I pick this up, this is matter. So that physical 
that physical copy of the music. Right now, we're streaming our music. So do you feel like the more we get away from the music, it doesn't matter? The more we get away from the physical form of music, it doesn't I matter? I feel like this. And you touched on a lot of things. I, I know I just like, rambled, but... No, no, no. You touched on a lot of things that I'm about to bring up. So I feel like as far as the streaming... It's so accessible to everybody. It's easy to stream. People's not going out buying physical copies because it's, it's easier to stream. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not hard to pick up YouTube and type in somebody's name. And, and you know what I'm saying? Anybody could put that on that platform. Anybody anybody could put these this music out. You know what I'm saying? So it's different from you happen to meet up with somebody and get a physical copy. Now you could just put this shit over, across the world. Anybody across the world that got a phone or got access to these things could listen to this. You know what I'm saying? And... And the day we are in today, numbers is controlling everything. If you don't, you know, a nigga gonna say, "All right, he got a good song. Who that? Or how much? First thing you look at is how much views it got, how much numbers, and that's just where we are today. And and it's it's hard to go away from that when a person will say, "Well, why didn't you sell so much? Why didn't why didn't you have you, you stream so much? Why why isn't your song charting?" It must not be good because these because a lot of songs that are charting aren't good. But there are certain songs that are charting that's good. That's on radio and and we get tired of it because it should be running for two three years on on the radio for you. know what I'm saying like they don't have no they not putting new artists they not they not refreshing. What's the song that's good on the, on the radio right now? Rap. See, I'm gonna keep it official right now. Right now, only thing is on the radio is Pop Smoke, um, Lil Baby, uh, Mike you, Drake. You gonna have some Drake on there. You got CJ, and those are the only artists that's Fabio. Might get Fabio on there. Cardi B. That's it. Those are the only artists on the radio right now. There's not. Did you not? But well, let's say Hot ninety seven. 1051, because that's what I listen to. When I'm in the car and I'm driving, that's that's what I'm listening to. And there's nothing else on the radio. That's the only thing they're playing. So although do they have good songs? Yeah. But how long have they been playing those songs? They've been playing those songs for going on a year, a year and some change. What? There's how many artists came out with new songs? They waiting for Drake to drop his albums, play those songs, just like they're not refreshing, you know what I'm saying? But a person to look at the numbers and say, yo. If this song is a good song, why is it not charting? And why is it not? Why is, why doesn't it have a hundred million views? Or why is it? You know what I'm saying? Because that's what we are today, where artists, album sales and streams are publicized. So if people are able to see that and see, oh shit, this shit did these amount of numbers, that's setting a standard of where we should be looking. Because in, in, in all reality, so a if person we so consumed with numbers. Why the hell are we not concerned with the national debt? Like probably not concerned with, with the national debt. People don't think think of it that far. They just look of it as they are. But that's what it seemed like. It seemed like the higher the number is, the more we value it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, I just spent this much for a bag. We value it because we spent so much yeah, money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We spent so much money for it. Or we heighten, we put a heightened emphasis on the bag because we spent so much money on mm -hmm. it. And then mm -hmm. we downplay somebody if they ain't spend no money for their yep. shit. Yep. You understand? So it's like why the fuck don't we look at the national debt? At the national debt, that's a high thought, but it's like putting so much emphasis on the numbers. You know, once again, it takes away from the actual art. So, does art really matter in music right now? In the in the climate that we in right now, 
Niggas say art is anything. Niggas be like, oh, that's his fo- that's his way of expressing himself. You know what I also, and this is not to cut you off, you know, you know what also is too? There's a lot of kids with phones. Mm. They can't they can't go out and buy these physical copies if somebody was selling it. Even if somebody was selling it. You got these little kids that's my my son's age, Nas age, you know what I'm saying? They 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 running around, they got phones. They they could listen to whatever they they gonna listen to. You know what I'm saying they could actually type in a song and listen to it thirty times a day. So, so Kanye said, "Listen to the kids." So the kids are really dictating. Oh yeah, oh, the kids are really yeah. dictating yeah. what we yeah what the we're classifying not, as yes, art. Yes, not classifying as art. I'm gonna say the kids are dictating where music goes because the more the views sound like all right. So if, if this person is getting a mil, a billion views, and the person that sound like him getting. 500 million views. I want to sound like that too to get 100 million views. So it's just going to trickle down. Everybody's following the sound that everybody wants to hear. You got to hear. I seen, I seen a little baby interview. The nigga said, yo, I'm giving people what they want to hear. I don't, I'll rap. I, when, they, when they want to hear something different is when I'm going to switch it up. I got mad shit. I don't, I'm tired of talking about this shit, but this is what they want to hear. They feeding people what they want to hear. It's just, I guess that's just what it is. If you, if you got to find a way to get people ears... If that's what they want to hear and you can make it work for you. Is I that feeding people what they want to hear or is that manipulating people? It might be both. Because you got to think about it. If he was rapping about something else, would people listen as much? If you rapping about certain things, are they going to listen? And and at the end of the day, understand it's art. But that's part of your art. If you could do that... So how is Cole, once again... Able to no, exist I'm not, in I'm space. Saying, I'm not saying there's not artists that don't do it, but for artists that's that's his lane of we're not looking at we looking at and we just not gonna you know what I'm saying low baby we not none, but he's a street artist we looking at him as a street artist J Cole we not looking at him, we looking at him as a worldwide artist he can gravitate to the streets there's people in the streets that's gonna fuck with him and not saying people outside the streets don't fuck with little baby but he's a street. Artists, he's rapping for the streets. He's people that from the streets that relate to him. Like you know what I'm saying, so when he's rapping, he's giving us what we want to hear. So How then you know he give, don't want to feed so, a different. Okay, so he don't want to feed a, a different audience what they want to hear. Right now, what you did, mm-hmm. you just separated J Cole from Lil Baby, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So with the artist who's appealing to the masses mm-hmm. on paper. Are we are we just caught up in what's relevant, and are they actually producing? Like, is the standard lower for those like artists? It. I don't feel like it. Is apples and art? I mean, is is art? Art is what you make it. You can't compare. It's hard to compare art. That's that person's art. You can't compare. It's like we're gonna talk about artists and musicians. You can't compare somebody playing a piano to somebody playing a saxophone. That's his art. You can't look at it. And say, oh, yo, he's not his 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 keys is not hitting. Yo, it's different. That's what he's doing. Mm. You can't let you you know it's the same thing as a, 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 with a painter. A, another painter can't look at yo nigga look at it a swirl with different colors and sun and see something. What I'm seeing, I may look at that and see a swirl. That nigga looking at it and seeing life and different things. You know, it's right. Art. Is right. It, when we gonna talk about the art part of it. Just respect. I respect certain people art that is not for me, but is. I'm saying, is it standards low? No, I just feel like more people got access to it. Like I said, my son wouldn't have access to walk. We used to walk downtown and walk past 
Cookies and, and, and Toys R Us and, and, and run down. You see them niggas outside selling CDs. Yo, let me get yo, let me get get Richard Dotra. My son can't do that. Mm-hmm. We was doing it. They not doing that no more. And even if I let's say they was, the people like like we just said, the kids are definitely an important part of what, what what's going on today. As far as the dances, what's grown ass man ain't doing these dances. These kids is doing these dances and they right. making it look cool to right. wear. We like, oh shit, that shit kind of look, we trying to in the mirror, you know what I'm saying? So it's definitely the kids and they don't have access to walk outside and buy these things. So if they could just go to YouTube for any artist could just throw they, they, they shit on YouTube or whatever platform. So it's radio is. for kids now? Radio never, not for how no radio, not for kids. How? Radio. Because you said, like, this is this is a lot of shit that the kids like, right? Let me tell you This is a lot of shit that the kids like. Let me tell you one thing. I'm going to just say this. As far as YouTube is for kids. Ra- radio not for kids because what, what kid got a radio? True. Kids don't got radio. They True. got a phone before they got a radio. But then the radio cars. is playing The radio is playing what, what YouTube is playing. Mm. Mm. Whatever goes popping and whatever mm. goes viral, the radio starts playing it. Yeah. You know, the radio is not... But, well, here in New York, like you said, the ra- is the radio breaking new artists here in New York? Yeah, but you know, they got things like this. My son... He listening to CJ So Cool all day. I don't... CJ So Cool ain't on no fucking radio. He showed me the other day. I don't know Multiple million views. I don't even... A high number of million of views. And he's popping. Man. He's rapped that shit though. And he's right. Like, he's... I guess for kids. But that's not on the radio. He got access to that. Would would that, that guy have that many views or have access to... You know, share his art if it wasn't for streams like that? Would somebody be able to see him and buy physical? Nah. But he's able to do that, you know what I'm saying? So, and those are kids that, and if you look at the kids that's doing things, their views are very high because kids are in tune. You could look at kids, you look, you could type in right now a kid opening toys and see that shit at 10 million views. That's because 10 million kids watch that kid open toys. Grown ass men didn't watch that kid open no toys. Okay. That's kids, because kids is definitely, they in tune. We, you know what I'm saying? We more. Of what you just said, we looking for physical shit, but that's not what's in right now. We got more kids that got time to do shit like that. They could stream a song forty times a day. We listen to it when we vibing out. We trying to we going. So back. where do we find what we listen? What, what we're looking for from the kids? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. I, and and it's just being not saying they putting us on, but they kind of dictating what we hear and right. the type of shit that's coming out because people right. are trying to feed the streets and then. And, and and there's a gap between, because there's kids in the street. So now we got the kids that's my son's age and my nephew's age, which is 10, 7. Right. So kids, that's 20, because those are still kids. You know what I'm saying? They growing, all right, let's say 18, because I'm going to say he growing age from 10, from 7, or 6, 5, however young these niggas, you see the little young nigga rapping King Vaughn, he knew every word to that shit. That nigga yeah. was about 4 or 5 years old. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's YouTube. Mm. That King Vaughn shit hit radio after, but that was YouTube that did all that shit. You feel what I'm saying? That little nigga was, he was on that shit. So, from that age gap to 20, those are what, what's controlling. And then they got those kids that's jumping into music, that's dictating what the rest of the kids are listening to. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's definitely the kids controlling all this shit. That's what I'm saying. That, that, that's at the end of the day. I just want to get that point across. You know what I'm saying? And, and we could tap into that in another episode. That's definitely 
another topic we could dive into. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 majority of the kids, like I said, majority of the kids, when they on YouTube and they and they doing certain things, they listening to songs. Mm-hmm. We might be on YouTube watching something. I'm saying they listening to music. These motherfuckers watching Fortnite videos and they listening to music. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like that's all they doing. I'm saying so, and people know they gravitate with the kids with these dances. If you think every dance that niggas before they had what can't lean back, what um, little shit like that. Yeah. Now every dance is that's for the kids. That shit jumping right, off, and right. if you like it or not, it's still gonna jump off. That shit mm-hmm. gonna make you do it because your son going what TikTok. They come out with all these shit, yo. My son pulling me, yo, come do this dance with Corvette. Cor- not a fucking Corvette, Corvette shit, but yo, if this is what you want to do, what? I, and ultimately, it comes down to, once again, what you're consuming at the time that you're consuming it. You know, so for the kids, this is their moment. Mm-hmm. This is their era. This is how they're receiving music. We get old at a time. Like, we see your pops get old. You know, and, and his music taste. We've been riding in a car and he he bumping, it's my radio, believe mm-hmm, me, I like mm-hmm, it loud. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he playing that shit Slick and, Rick, and that we not going we not gonna listen to that on a regular, but that's what he listening to. So I guess it, it all comes down to what niggas is listening to mm-hmm. at that time. Um I don't know, it's 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 weird because I I feel like certain songs are timeless. Mm-hmm. Like I could play, I could play certain Slick Rick songs right now and rap that shit. Like I'm not even gonna lie to you. Mm-hmm. When you was talking that Big L shit, I Slick Rick, you 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 had a Slick Rick bar? No. Oh, I was about to say this week I went back and I was listening. That nigga is at the top of my list. That Big L, right? Was yo crazy, nice. crazy and I, nice. No, and and let me crazy for y'all nice. listening. Don't let me not make it seem like that was my first time listening to Big L. Hell no, I heard Big, but I listen to him now, and I got a different feel. You know, you listen to different music at a different time. You get it. Yeah. You hear it different. You understand it different. You feel it. So when I'm listening, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. This nigga, was, he was spitting what? some shit, some wild shit. You can't even play the shit what? that he was spitting. He was Gangster, like, yeah, that nigga, nigga was, yo, he like, didn't yo, give a what? fuck. Son. What this nigga, that nigga was nice. I ain't gonna lie. So, I'm like, you know what I'm saying? It's certain, like, like, certain shit is timeless. Like, I go back, like you said, and that's well over 20 years ago. Right. I'm saying that, th- that these these songs and these people came out with this music that we could go back and listen to. So, it's definitely timeless artists, but it's also artists that come out with music just for this time for right now. So, give me five classic albums. You gave your standard for classic albums. So, like, just give me a couple bullet points for classic albums. Like I said, it got to have those songs. And like you said, intro. Intro definitely got to be one of them. Vulnerability. At least. You can't You can't have a classic album without a great intro. I don't think. It may not have to be received by everybody, but that intro got to set it off. It got to open up the book. It has to be. The album has to be an experience yeah, yeah, in my yeah, eyes. Yeah. You have to experience that album. You can't just listen to it and, okay, cool, this is a good song here. Okay, this is a lot of songs on here, so I take like four songs, five songs. Nah, yeah, yeah, and the rest. Not. Nah, it has to be an experience. You have to listen to, be able to listen to that album from front to back. All right, so and, and I'm not saying every song has to be fire, because there's skippables in, in classic albums. You definitely have some skippables, mm-hmm. but right. you can accept the skippables place in the track list. All right, you can yeah. skip over it. I'm going to give it to you. You I'm can gonna, know I'm that it's there five, and it exists. Off the top of my head. 
Mm-hmm. And, this, and this is not without thought, so don't don't quote me on this. I'll say, and this is just hip hop. I'll say Chris Brown first album, hip hop or what? And, and, and I always say R&B, that too. So like, I'm here. And if you throwing that in in hip hop, hip hop uh, classic like, albums. All right, I, 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 I whatever say, classic I albums. Yeah, that's classic all. I'm going to say hip hop. Do it. R&B. Fuck yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say. All right, we're going to say Chris Brown first album. Okay. We're going to say, uh, um, um, Drake album. Which um, one? Um, 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 we just were talking about it. With, Views? Uh, no, 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 no. Nothing was the same? With not, nothing with the same with Too Much and all that on there. That one, Pop Smoke album, uh, this last one that just came out, uh, 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 fuck, um, oh, shit, I thought I had five. I could think of it, but I, I don't want to, because I know there's a couple songs where, on these couple albums that is like, you know what I'm saying? But those are those are three right now. I'm saying I could just name off the top of my head. Views could probably go in there. I'm saying Big Sean first album. Finally famous. Yeah. You you counting yeah. that as a classic? Yeah. Big Sean is my yeah. guy, but yeah. you counting that as yeah. a classic? Yeah. Yeah. With 24k gold and all that on there. No. That's Detroit. I mean, yeah, Detroit. 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 Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I can one, accept that, yeah, that. That one. I can accept right. that. That. I can accept that. That one. Uh. There's not I, that. That's just off the top. You know what I'm saying that's just okay. off the top of my head. I can't really. Okay. I don't want to speak. You know what I'm saying there's a lot of shit. I'm Classic talking. albums. Ready? Yeah. Who you got? Oh wait, 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 wait. Last one. Because you threw Chris in. Brown in there, no, so I'm, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna set the just, standard for classic just albums. To you make, go just ahead. Just to make my number five. Okay. That's it. I'm gonna say two more. Just to say two more because I'm wild. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because I want to know the standard for classic albums. Okay. Get Richard Dot trying. That's okay. I, that should have been number one. Mm-hmm. That was my number one. Then Chris Brown, and I'll put graduation. Mm. I'll put graduation. When did you start fucking with graduation? I always fuck with graduation. I so why did. you hated Kanye so so much? Because Kanye, it was just a bunch of shit. Kanye got got a personality. So it, 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 it you it, didn't it, like his personality? No, it's not. No, 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 no. So you called this music hard, trash? No. no. It you was see, this hard. is why I can't Look, take on, this nigga. On, I can't on, take this nigga on. argument serious. When bro. you go, but listen, <laughs> I'm not saying at that time when it came out, I felt like that. I'm talking okay. about. I'm talking about like you know, you go going back forward. and you yeah, going forward, you go back and listen to certain shit because that's how certain time when shit come out, I don't always be on it. I'll be late to shit. I'm not gonna lie to you, but it'd be genuine though. I'm not forcing up. They'd be genuine. When I start fucking with the artists, I, I genuinely fuck with them. Like, okay. You know what I'm, saying? I'm not just for always oh, hot. I'm gonna fuck with you even when you don't come out with songs. And you drop that first song in three years. I'm, I'm okay. So to that. Kanye dropped Graduation the same day Fifty dropped Curtis. Yeah. Remember, mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. that shit. Mm-hmm. Fifty's your guy. Yeah. Yeah. Who were you jacking at that time? Of course, I was jacking Fifty. You okay. know that. You know that. I probably was the only nigga on Eldit that was like yeah, yeah, Kanye. You, you know I was jacking. <laughs> the only 50. nigga. You know I was jacking Fifty. You know that. You know what I'm saying. But that's the album that you just said is a classic album. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I'm like I said at that time. So at that time, did you admit that? I'm that keep album. Official. At that time, I didn't even really listen to it like that. Okay. I was, I was hating. I'm going to keep it 100. I wasn't, I was hating, nigga. I this was nigga on my 50 crazy. shit heavy. I was a, yo, you got to think, yo, I was a big, you remember, you remember, you, I was a yeah, big Yeah, huge You had Beck for Mercy. Biased. Like, yeah, you had every, yeah, I was you had biased. like three albums with 50 Face on it. Yeah, I was biased. Nigga, anything 50 what, nigga? Nah. 50, 
these niggas, I wasn't even trying to listen to it. I ain't even, I went and bought like two of them shits because I ain't even want, I bought two Curtis eyes. I ain't want 50 yeah. to, um, I mean, um, this nigga to outsell. When that shit happened, he outsold 50. I'm saying classic albums. Yeah. Cause you threw Chris Brown shit in there. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah. he was gonna stay in hip hop, mm-hmm. which was gonna make it harder. Yeah. Since you threw Chris Brown in there, cause I always say Chris Brown first album is a classic. Usher Confessions. Oh yeah. yeah. Michael Jackson Thriller. And I listened to Thriller recently during the pandemic. I gotta do that. I got to I listened to Thriller recently Michael, during the pandemic. I love Michael Jackson, but I got to go and back. And Thriller is a short album, so it's very concise. And like I said, the transitions on Thriller. I always thought Thriller was a theatrical album and so so mainstream. But I went back and listened to it, and it has songs on there that I love. Like Lady in My Life is the outro. Lady in My Life, I don't know if you ever heard Lady in My Life, but for those of you who heard Lady in My Life, you know that song is fucking amazing. That's the outro, the fucking outro, and there's like ten songs on the album. Side A and side B, <laughs> like so. Confessions, Thriller. Um, let's dive into hip hop. Let's go. Let's go. The Blueprint. And I it, it's a toss up because I have to choose between so many Jay Z albums. But the blueprint. Right, here we go. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy, which is Kanye. That's four. What's my fifth? Twenty fourteen Forest Hill Drive, J Cole. And that's that. That's the music that I consume. You know what I'm saying? So there may be people who's older than me, like yo, how did and he lets these. But just off the top, those are standards for classic album impact. J. Cole started that surprise album shit. He has a strong fan base. Definitely, and for, for yeah. people to not know, for your fans to not know that you're going to drop an album this day, and you drop an album just in time for niggas to go smoke, light up, and consume this new J. Cole. You know, he he said that the name of the album is 2014 Forest Hill Drive. That was his that was his address. Mm-hmm. The year he dropped it was 2014. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to drop it before the year was over. He he dropped the shit in December. He was trying to get the shit out before the year was over. So you talk about impact and transitions, the way the the, the songs flow, uh, songs charting, him staying true to himself, mm-hmm. saying something, you know, open up opening up the gates to let you know who he is as an artist. Yeah, Making you feel that shit. Like, I know exactly where I was the first time I heard 2014 Forest Hill Drive. I was siphoning in the bathroom. So... No, those, that's, that's, that's different too. When it, that, that's what also makes a classic. When you get those feelings of where you was and, and what you was doing when you heard those albums and heard those songs. So that's that's definitely a part of it. It's all, it's all a, a feel and a vibe. That all counts as... as what makes a classic album. You know what I'm saying? Because it has to be times. It has to be something you could go and listen to three years from now. It can't just be classic. For, you know what I'm saying? Classic is not something that's, that's good now. It has to be timeless and, and go on. As, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. To live on as 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 time goes. So, you know, I definitely feel like... And what's your other two? I say you got three. That was three? Nah, I, I said Michael Jackson. Uh... You said Michael that, I Jackson, said Thriller, Confessions, Confessions, J Cole, um, 2014, 
the blueprint and dark blueprint. fantasy. Okay, yeah, you said about dark okay, fantasy. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I put dark fantasy in, up there in my classic, or as a classic, is because once again, what Kanye was facing at that time, he just came off of Taylor Swift. Kanye was, and, and you talk about cancel culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Taylor, the Taylor Swift shit canceled that nigga. Yeah. Him and Lil Mama got canceled the same night. No mama jumped on stage with Jay Z and that fucking and that whatever the fuck she was wearing, and and Kanye hopping on stage with Taylor Swift. That nigga got canceled, and it was like, what this nigga gonna put out? And remember, the album before that was questionable because he took a he took a turn. Remember, his mom's had passed, you know, R.I.P. And then he created an album that was in a different lane. He wasn't even rapping on this album. He completely went auto tune and and was singing. And then the Taylor Swift shit happened. He had the VMAs, the Taylor Swift shit happened. Then they canceled this nigga. So it's like, yo, what the fuck is he going to come back with? Is he still making music? And after a certain point in Kanye's career, those been the questions. Like, is he still focused on making music? I don't feel about Meek right now, but that's another topic. When he came with Dark Fantasy, it sold. And I'm I'm not caught up in the numbers, but it sold. He delivered on production, transitions, him letting you into what he was going through at that time. And I seen an interview and he's like, oh, people love Dark Fantasy. That's an apology album. That's an apology album. I I would think people won't like that album. I'm like, nah, that album was fire. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? The product you delivered to your fucking fans who was uplifting you through all the bullshit since the since the 50 battle. That's why I put uh, Dark Fantasy up there because he really, he really delivered, kind of changed the sound of music. I respect it. You know, so respect it. Put a lot of artists on, like you, you think of the songs, All of the Lights, uh, fucking Dark Fantasy, the intro. Like I said, the intro, him having Nicki on there, giving Nicki that boost. Giving giving artists that that push, mm-hmm. putting mm-hmm. niggas on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he, look, he, he gave the biggest the boost to Nicki. Yeah. You know, he yep. put on Monster, which is on that album, put on the intro. He gave the biggest He's definitely one of the most influential people in the last 15 years. Highlighted a bunch of artists on that on, on that album and just did a bunch of collabs that, you know, and also taking risk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. have to big take risk, a risk. Big risk. He you have to take a risk. Most public risk. Like think of, think of those albums I said. You think about Confessions, Usher just classic, broke up with Chili. Vulnerability. Michael Jackson. All those albums yeah. have vulnerability on it. And I feel mm-hmm. like if an artist doesn't have that to connect with me at least, I won't feel. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of people, I guess, and and, and, and people say numbers, and, and like you said, the biggest numbers this year haven't been good artists. Uh, let's say last year, 2020. The biggest numbers haven't been good uh, classic, like classic albums or good albums. They right. haven't been. they just been big numbers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We got an artist that could do big numbers right now. Do we necessarily listen to him and support him? No. I'm saying that that don't necessarily. So like that goes. Back I ain't gonna to lie. Too. I've been craving some quality, some shit that's gonna stick, some something from big artists. And I've been wishing that Drake went away, not to bring him back up, but I've been wishing that Drake went away for a while, just give me some time to miss him. And that, now he keep pushing his album back, which he always pushes his album back. But he keep pushing his album back. I'm like, yo. It makes me want it more. So the anticipation for the album too maybe falls in line for that for that criteria. Hopefully that's another classic, man. You know what I'm saying? If he 
definitely need some good music, some good vibes. There's been a lot of good music coming out though, but as far as albums, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Um, we gotta get into this uh this list. So if you don't know, the whole theme, the title of No Need to Debate, it came from my idea to start a challenge which was going to be called the No Need to Debate Challenge. And this challenge consisted of me listing my top 10 hip-hop songs ever. You know, with, and we'll go down into the criteria, but um, this is a challenge that I've been wanting to do for a long time just to get some insight into the people I know, whether or not their top 10 songs will match up with how I perceive them as a person whether or not their songs will will represent who they are as a person or what I perceive, who I perceive them to be. So that's where the whole theme of No Need to Debate came from. That was going to be the title of the challenge. So this is the third episode, and I wanted to do something special because we've been consistent. And I, I appreciate my family for being consistent and sticking it through with me and you know just just pushing through, seeing what we could turn this into. So, I want to set the criteria for our No Need to Debate Top 10 Hip Hop Songs of All Time, that list. I want to set the criteria for that list. And then next week, do you think, is, you th- do you think a week is enough time to give you, to come up with a list for your top 10 songs ever? Ever? I can't do it. I could, it'll be 10 songs. But it'll be definitely be songs left off. But yeah, I could, I could. If it's songs left off, then maybe it don't have that impact. That's what I'm saying. You gotta remember that. And I'm not trying to force you to get this done in a week. No, because then. But I this be, is the third. We, we gotta, four, we gotta I give, pe- number, we gotta give people four, something. You know, I have four number nines, three number eights. Nah, two number no, sixes. you gotta eliminate. Okay, let's let's give the instructions. Right. If you're having, if you're having a hard All right. time All right. eliminating songs, I'm gonna give you some instructions for how to eliminate songs. You list a bunch of songs that you love, hip-hop songs. This is the No Need to Debate Top 10 Hip-Hop Songs list. So you list a bunch of songs, more than 10. How many songs you could think of, you list those songs. All right, and just start crossing them out. Okay. If you're having a hard time crossing them out, let's do this activity. Throw them all into a pool, right? Let's do it by rounds. Each round, you make believe a tragic accident happened. And these songs are materials that you got to keep with you. So maybe clothes, toilet tissue, family, a PS4, Xbox, shit like that. These songs are things that you have to take with you, right? So you make a list. Let's go by each round, eliminate and make believe a tragic accident happened. Cross them off, see what songs you're left with. Do it again. Cross them off, let's see what songs you're left with. Until you're left with 10. You know, some songs you got to get rid of, but we got to get this list out there. This is something right. I've been wanting to do for a I long have, time. I have to by next week. So we got to get, but you have to listen to some music. You yeah, got to do, do a deep yeah, dive. Yeah, 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 I would do it. You got to like, you, your, next, your next week, you got to be able to mm-hmm. consume a lot of music. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, I got to down, but I got to dive in. You understand? So what, what do you think the criteria should be for making that list? For me. However you feel. I guess it, it got to be your best, your, your top ten songs. So for me, no outside influence. So it don't matter about numbers, whatever it is. 
No outside influence. This is top 10 hip-hop songs. Mm-hmm. No outside influence. Two, it has to be a song that if it plays, you leave it on. It don't matter who's in the car. It don't matter who's around. You letting it play. You could be in church and you press play or your phone go off. It's your ringtone. You let that motherfucker play because you want to know. You want to let niggas know what the fuck you listening to. So it, it can't be a skippable song. It has to be a song that serves as a timestamp in your life. So you could rem- maybe you could remember exactly where, where you, you were, were, where you heard it, where you was consuming yeah. it, what you were going through. It has to represent your energy. You have to be able to connect to it. By the end of you listing these songs, it should be a playlist image of who you are as a person. Nice little cool activity. Mm-hmm. All right. I agree with you. A playlist next, image next. Of, of who you are as a person. Next week, I have 10 songs. So you hear that? I have 10 songs next week, man. So what, what's your criteria? Like definitely songs that impacted you and had, you know, impact or you could remember where you was when you heard it or how you felt or just song. Maybe it was lyrics that said, I mean, that, mm-hmm. that you related to it and it made you feel what you was going through at that time. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Just good songs. It could be the hook, whatever it is. You know what I mean? Good feel, whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? And what we'll do is, for those of you who listen, send your list in. We'll read off your list. Yeah, and, yeah, you yeah, know, we'll, we'll give we'll our opinion list, on man. it. And y'all can engage with us, interact. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got different opinions. We definitely hear it. You know what I mean? We want to hear that too. Y'all got opinions. We want to hear it. I want to know what's y'all top 10. I want to know what y'all, what y'all listening to, what type of person, what you was going through, how, how the music that was released touched you. Mm-hmm. And this is hip-hop songs. We'll do other, other genres. Um, we'll do songs of all time. Mm-hmm. And maybe you know some of those hip-hop songs could repeat on that, um, on that list. But this is the criteria. We're going to take a week. We're going to come back with our list. I think I have my list together. I already have my list together because I did it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to come back I'm going to listen to my list I'm going to listen to the songs I have And All right. I'm going I'm, I'm to see if, if those songs stand But he cheating already you hear this, this nigga got his list already Get the fuck out of here Nah I ain't going to lie It took me like two weeks So that's that why shit. I asked yeah, you That's why yo yo, yo, you, yo next week Yeah this nigga got nah, his it, fucking list already Are you going to be able to make your list yo, y'all But I need you to consume some I need you to go outside your box I need you to go outside your range definitely look Go to artists also You have to do some research That's what I'm going to say though I got my 10 right now. I just have to go. I can't go to listen to music that I never heard before. You have to. But it's not going to make it on my list. You think that's it's going to make it on my list in a week? I, yo, bro. I, I can't go on my that. list that it'd be, it. It'd be the hype. You know how many times I hear a song be off the hype? Like, oh, yo, this the... And then after a week, I'm like, all right. But you have right. to have time to sit down and listen to it. So listen to all these songs. Listen to it. Yeah, I can li- my more. listen to it. I, I have my 10. I have my 10. I got you. I have my 10. Oh, no, man. All right. You're going to have, have a, a, a bunch of 2015, 16 shit. Nah. Like, this nigga wasn't <laughs> born in 1972. <laughs> a bunch of 2018, <laughs> 2020 niggas, man. You know what I'm saying? Man. Don't worry about it. You, yo, if you listening, you might be on that motherfucking list, man. You know what I'm saying? Nah, That's man. That's it, man. You already know, man. So, what happened over the last few uh, days, like, while we haven't recorded? Um, so, Vice... Vice News, or I, I don't, it's not Vice News, but it's Vice. They, um, they released the doc, the making of the mm-hmm. Thong song. About it, yeah. So, uh, the doc just showed you the entire process of uh, making a Thong song and 
um, where Cisco was as an artist, the type of it, it went into a brief overview of who Cisco was as an artist, what he was doing prior to the Thong song, how big of a talent it highlighted how big of a talent Cisco was at that time when he released that song. Damn, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) Sounded like... (laughs) Fuck (laughs) it. Nigga over there sounded like Donkey Kong and shit like that. (laughs) Fucking Foxy the Bear, nigga. (laughs) Yogi Bear in the motherfucking background. (laughs) This nigga... Yo. I, this nigga, I thought it was my computer fan. This nigga. Yo, this nigga over here. You good? Nigga went to sleep and had a dream he had a workout. Yo, yo Kenny, you good over there? Say grabber, grabber. Why all the funny moments always happen on um on on, on recording, right? On recording. Oh shit, oh, yeah. son. Yo, what the oh, fuck was we just talking man. about just now? That was funny. Cisco. Oh, oh Cisco, Cisco. Oh, we'll get into a funny moment that was uh that was caught on uh oh, on recording. Oh, God, that was shit got me crying. <laughs> oh, yo. Man. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit, that shit, yo, my stomach hurt right now. Yo, so Cisco became this huge artist with the Thong Song, right? And it's funny the process of it. First of all, the Thong Song was supposed to be for Michael Jackson. Yeah, you told, and that's crazy. I didn't even know that. These niggas was producing the Thong Song to be for Michael Jackson. Cisco heard the song. It accidentally got into a beat pack that was sent to Cisco, and he was like, "Oh, I want like I want that one." So they sent them a beat pack. They was like, nah, this for Mike. Nigga got on the plane, called them while he was on the plane, and was like, yo, what's good with that song? I'm I'm touching down wherever I'm touching down, but I'll get right back on the plane and come back that way to start recording this song. Mm-hmm. And the niggas was like, yo, if he wanted that bad, something something destined to happen mm-hmm. on this song. So it's destined that something is gonna happen on this song. So they recorded this shit. Had a couple samples on there, and then he he went out, got a fucking violinist who played on Star Wars and a bunch of movie scores to play the violins on on the thong song. And nigga, if you hear the thong song, the violins make up a great portion of the song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he got mm-hmm. this this crazy violinist to play the song. It made me respect Cisco more as an artist because I remember being young, yeah, yeah, yeah. looking at looking at magazines, mm-hmm. looking at videos, mm-hmm. but just seeing the seeing Cisco face and his hair, the nigga looked mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. It, I was like, I couldn't understand mm-hmm. it at that mm-hmm. time, but he definitely set himself apart. His goal wasn't to be a, a solo artist. Some other nigga from the group had dropped out, mm-hmm. and he was like, I right, until he 
you know, come back. Let me just do this solo project. I want to do this. And then we'll come back. His intentions was to come back to the group. And it's crazy that the nigga made the, end up blowing off of that one song. It reaches the, the, this crazy level mm -hmm. of success. And then they end up getting sued for a sample that was in the song. Not even a sample. Ricky Martin, the Live the V La Loca mm -hmm. nigga. Mm -hmm. The dude who wrote the song, Desmond something, he sued them for like some copyright infringement shit. Cause Cisco, you know, used the line. Oh yeah, yeah. Living no, she was living in Vida Loca. Mm -hmm. She had numbs mm -hmm. like a truck. That one part of the song was used, and the dude who wrote Living in Vida Loca owns majority of the rights to the thong song. That's crazy. That shit just fucked me yeah, up it's because business. That's the business side of it. You know what I'm saying? You that one part, business. though? I mean, that's business. That one part. We might not understand it, but if he got if he got what he got and he owned parts of the song, he obviously could prove that it was enough. It was enough to make that song hit? I, I, I don't If you like see that. the amount of work that they put into making that song and him just writing that. Yeah, like, I'm going to Bro, it. he that's said, those are words that exist. Mm -hmm. Live a mm -hmm. la vida loca. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Living a crazy life. Mm -hmm. Those are words that exist. How the fuck do you own majority of my song for using song, I mean, using words that exist? That's why I was like, it's crazy though. It's crazy. That That's business though. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people say certain things and they and they copyright certain phrases and, they, and you'll never know until you use it and that motherfucker, that shit blow up and that shit reach a certain level of success. You make a certain amount of money off it. That motherfucker want that money. You know what I'm saying? So... <clears throat> That's just how it go. So you just got to watch how you do business. You got to make sure the shit you put inside your music or the shit, the content you put inside your music don't have nothing to do with nobody else. Yeah. You know I'm saying? And that, that's just the best way to, to stay away from that shit, man. Stay away from getting sued and, and, and stay away from owing niggas' money. And I niggas mean, but hip-hop hip -hop originated off of samples. You know what's crazy? Scratching, when, when, you get, when you get samples, records. not to cut you off some time, how long them shit take to clear? It's all business. I'm saying so you use something that comes from somebody else, they want that. I mean, and 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 that's just a person's art. I feel like in hip hop, we're willing to let somebody else sample our shit. But when it comes to sampling anybody else's shit, like it's out there, it's put out there to the world. And I understand, like, you put this idea out there so you might want your cut, but certain niggas be getting greedy. That one line, that those are like I said, those are words that exist. So for you to sit there and own majority. Of the song that I worked so hard to construct. I wasn't thinking about you when I constructed this song. You might have. I wasn't think I didn't go into this song saying, you know what? Ricky Martin said this. I'm going to say this. No, but that part you did. You think another person should be able to use Swiss Beats drums without paying him? That's his. That's something he made. That's his art. I'm Okay, so... Now we understand that we have to consult with, with people and people have to get their due. I bet you if he would have went about it that way, he probably would have been better off. If you think so? Maybe. Do you think they would have cleared it? Because sometimes people don't clear shit. Then, then, sometimes people don't want to so clear something it, if you so sample a certain So then you did it song. knowing that it might have not been cleared and that person might have not been okay with it. So, But if you're saying a word like that, you in a zone. You create music. Mm -hmm. If you rap in some shit. And you get inspired by a specific flow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're gonna reach out to an artist to see if you could clear that flow. If I could, if I'm in, if I'm signed, 
Yeah, I should. Mm-hmm. I should. Mm. Am I? Hmm. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe I'm gonna try to bogart the nigga. I'm saying, <laughs> maybe I'm a. But is he gonna try to get his money? He might. Do you think he deserves majority of the song? Depends. On what? On how big that song was. That depending on what I'm using of his. Like right now, if I use, if I nick, if I use Thriller and have the same video as Thriller, and I nick and I name the song Thriller, but it has nothing to do with it. The vid, the song. Is but different. he didn't name the song "Live It to Be La Loca." It wasn't a Spanish bachata salsa. Uh, song or mar- whatever. John I mean, I don't, I don't. I gotta go watch it. That's why I don't want to speak. Bro, all speak he up. said, I, I she was that. living in Villa Loca. She had dumps like a truck. I, know. Well, I just gotta go watch and see. You know what I'm saying? I just gotta. I can't. I don't want to really speak. I, 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 next week we'll bring it back. But I don't. I can't really speak too much on it because I, I. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to say something out of turn because you already know how I get. Well, next week though, because right now I'll be like, nigga. Hell, fuck. What the fuck, nigga? You use my shit. You gonna give me my shit, nigga. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm gonna fuck with you talking about. Yeah, if you if the judge say, yo, this nigga, you deserve you could get half of this song, yeah. It depends. If I don't fuck with the nigga, I might who knows? Who knows? How you know how you, it might not been your first time doing it to me. We might have had this conversation before. You just never know. That's all I'm saying. That's why I gotta go in and watch it before I have my, you know what I'm saying? How I feel. And that's it. Cause I if not, I'll be over here saying a whole bunch of shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not gonna lie to you, but next that's what you do anyway. So. We gonna see, cause I, I I'll probably be saying the same shit what I want to say right now. So, which is what? What I just said, nigga. You take I, I might want. Who depends? Depends. I ain't gonna lie. Who knows if if it contributed? If you could, if I could see that it contributed to that much that song success, maybe. Okay, so it contributed. No, to No, I didn't success. say it. Did. I didn't say it did. But if it oh, did, oh, even if it did, whatever, cause it's it's catchy. He said it the way he said it. It's catchy. Majority of the song, majority of the song, niggas I don't, don't know why niggas the judge don't like that though. Nobody say nobody say she was living in Vida Loca. Like when the part come around, you know it. But the thong song, when you think of the thong song, you think that thong, the thong, thong, thong. Yeah, that's a fact. And that's some shit that came out of their experiences. The niggas who was involved with making that song. The nigga Cisco said his man just came in from busting some cheeks. And he was like, yo, I just got some, and guess what she gave me? That thong, the thong, thong, thong. And they turned it into a song. And that's what people hear when they hear See, the thong song. that's what I got to watch. See, all right. So how the fuck do you own majority of the rights to my song for saying words that exist? Yeah, I could cut you off a piece. 20%, 10%. You know how much shit niggas did to put that song together? Yeah. Drums, yeah, go, violins. Yeah. I just said the nigga paid yeah. the dude to do strings who did strings for Star Wars. Yeah, that's crazy. You didn't have no impact over that into bringing that idea together. You right. I mean, listen, I don't know why. White motherfuckers be greedy, judge, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what it all boils down to. I'm saying he ain't really white, but he's Spanish, whatever he is. But the dude, the dude who oh, um, the the wrote the song, right. yeah. Oh, white nigga, right. Yeah, so... I don't know. That's that shit just is... how it go. You know that. They don't want, they don't want us getting success of, of anything they're going to do. They don't want us getting success at all. And if they helping that, they don't want that. That's what it just, That's what it boils down to. <coughs> they don't want that at all. The more they help us, the more they feel like they losing. So they ain't helping us. But we ain't going to get into that. You know what I'm saying? It's another topic. 
one thing we need to highlight is that uh Bobby Schmurter came home. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. Right? Bobby came home. It's a fact. He lit. He back. You know what I mean? Back outside. He's getting a lot of love. Yeah, getting a lot of love. What are your expectations for the music? Um, you know, I just hope the music. I hope the music is gonna match up to the expectations. You know, if that's where he's at in his life right now, I'm just excited he home. You know right. What I'm saying good to see the nigga home. Excuse me. As far as music. I'm not really too worried about. I feel like it's gonna come when it, when I mean when it comes. Come. Come, you know I'm saying I'm just happy to see the nigga home. It's freedom. Everybody feeding from that. That's a nigga life though. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like a nigga just came back outside after six, seven years. Mm-hmm. I seen the shit like yesterday. It's saying him and Bobby on him and Rowdy on Faith. They don't even know how to work Instagram. These this shit yeah, different. That was you know what I'm saying so. I'm just happy to see the nigga home. You know what right. I'm saying the music gonna come when it when it come. I'm I'm a still I'm a, I'm a fan. You know what I'm saying I'm a, I'm a fuck with. It. I'm gonna go and tap in and listen to it. You know what I'm saying hopefully it's good music, but you know, give a nigga time. Like I always say, you know what I'm saying he just came back outside. The expectation right now is not I don't have high expectations. He just yeah. came back outside. You know what I'm saying be fair to get a nigga time. People expecting too much. That's when you you put too much pressure on the artist. You know what I'm saying he just came back outside. Get a nigga time. His freedom, family, so much shit. Getting back to life. He ain't see money in six seven years. Like you know what I mean. Let that nigga get outside, let him live his life, let him get shit to talk right. about instead of just jail. He wanna elevate, he ain't been outside to talk about shit. Let him get outside, get experiences, be able to move around, you know what I'm saying? Spend some of that money he got and, and, and be able to give niggas something to listen to. That's how I feel. So my expectation's not too high right now. And I'm saying I'm just happy to see the nigga home. Yeah. I'm like I said, I'm well, like you said, I'm glad he's home. Um no, everybody's looking forward to the music. Mm-hmm. If that's where he's at in his life, where he's like, you know what, I'm I'm ready to take over and drop some shit like the people been waiting on me, then I'm ready to receive the music. <clears throat> you know, if it's some shit that's if it's some shit that's forced, like yo, you gotta get to work mm-hmm. and yeah, you gotta yeah, drop yeah, some yeah, shit, yeah. I don't yeah, really yeah, want it because yeah. I want some quality. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're putting some music out, I definitely want some quality. I agree. But I, I think, you know, going like you said, going through that much time. Not being outside, you have something to talk mm-hmm, about. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a, a elevated uh, level of thinking. Mm-hmm. You know, you have new perspective. Mm-hmm. There's that that's something that you went through mm-hmm. that people didn't mm-hmm. go through, mm-hmm. and that's probably why mm-hmm. that's most of the time why people gravitate to you. Mm-hmm. So, I think he he's gonna have a lot to talk about. I think both of them are gonna have a lot to talk about. I like the fact that people in the industry are so willing to work with mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Um, because that helps too. Mm-hmm. So you know, I, I I've been seeing Quavo giving, giving him yeah, yeah yeah Quavo giving him a lot of love, a lot of support. So it's good to see a lot of people highlighting that because Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. You know yeah, definitely up. that too. You know, a lot of bullshit get highlighted. A lot of bullshit mm-hmm. get highlighted. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of mm-hmm. qual a, a lot of shit that's lacking quality um, get highlighted, and stand up shit don't get highlighted. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very important that people see that, understand the impact that that, that has yeah, on yeah. his life, the people mm-hmm. around him, and, and hip hop as, as and, a and hip hop. Man, what they did, man, them niggas, man, I mean, how they held it down. That shit is gonna always be looked at as something, as a as something that's gonna go down in history where niggas in a situation so many times go take a different route, you know what I'm saying? They they stood tall and did their time and came home and they should be they should definitely get love. You know what I'm saying? So the music, that's something else, but as far as being I mean them as being niggas from where I'm from the streets, you know what I'm saying? They definitely should be celebrated, definitely should be appreciated because 
they could have probably definitely put a lot of people in bad predicaments and took people from their families and they 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 took a sacrifice to be from their family, you know what I'm saying? So Right. As far as the music though, we gonna see in due time. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna wait mm-hmm. and see. I mean, but that's just that's my take on it right now. Last week we were talking about uh what is drill. Mm-hmm. Right? And you know, when I think of Bobby Schmurda, I think of some of that as a form of Brooklyn drill. Mm-hmm. I, I look at Bobby Schmurda as what popped it off for Brooklyn again. In all honesty, if you really want to go back to like a buzz, you could say Troy Ave. You know, he he had some songs that was spinning on the radio and he was trying. He was definitely trying to be the face of that. You had ASAP you, you had ASAP mm-hmm. Rocky. Mm-hmm. Um but when you talk about what like set it off, the yeah, feeling, yeah, the yeah. that that disruption. I think it was definitely hot, nigga. It wasn't supposed to be played on the radio. Niggas was talking about wild shit, you know, shit that was going on. You know, the way people gravitated to that is not the traditional way people gravitate to a song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Niggas connected with it from the streets. You know what I'm saying? So the, <clears throat> they definitely got a lot of love from the streets. That's where that's where the song blew up. You know what I'm saying? Niggas know where they was from. Niggas, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There was a lot of shit going on in different states where niggas was gravitating to a lot of street music. New York was looking for that that identity and, and, and street song or street group. That so was, would you would you put like Schmurda, GS9 into drill? Definitely. definitely. Computers right. was a drill. Like, like computers is damn near a drill song with a, a with a catchy hook. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it just wasn't that flow and be I, I feel like anything that you making that trap orientated and, and murder orientated, if you putting it into a song and it has a certain vibe to it and it's not slow singing, it's definitely a a a, a drill type song. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I think Getting back to the original question and your question from last week, what is drill? I feel like drill may be just this generation version of gangster music. Mm-hmm. Like nobody be like, I'm gangster. Mm-hmm. You know, niggas, niggas say gangster in a different way. Like niggas use gangster the way we use facts now. Mm-hmm. Niggas will complete a, yeah. se- uh, a sentence and be like, gangster. gangster. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's the so it period. A whole different you know, so feeling, it's yeah. like nobody says gangster the same way. And when you think about when gangster hip hop or gangster music um, started getting played, the way the news looked at it, they described it as gangster music. Mm-hmm. And for a mm-hmm. while, it was perceived as gangster music. Mm-hmm. Then we went through a transition, like you said, with trap music, that trap sound. Mm-hmm. So when you listen to trap, you think about trap. Why do we describe it as trap? We describe it as trap because it's a disruptor. It got that gritty mm-hmm. sound. Mm-hmm. It got that dirty yeah, and, sound. And, 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 and niggas is talking ignorant the on it. The is, is, is drug dealing in and a bunch of money making in. You know what I'm saying? So that's 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 basically what we call trap. But that has something to do with <clears throat> when when you mixing it up. It has something to do with drill because that's what drill Exactly. So that's what I'm too. saying. So now we get and, to drill. And now, not to cut you off, some, a lot of them, most of these drill rappers is talking about fashion and what they wearing. They ain't really mm-hmm. talking about really killing too much. These niggas get on a drill B or UKB and talk about jeans they wearing and, and the chain they got and the shirt they got. So it's not really about too much killing either. It's just, I don't know what... And these niggas is claiming drill. It's just... I don't know, man. I, I feel like drills... 
It's a bunch of lanes, man. It's a, it's, it's, it's a big, it's an open conversation that we can have on, on multiple, you know what I'm saying, different times and, and conversations because there's certain artists that we could say that's drill, that... Drill is another form of gangster music. Yeah, that's basically <clears throat> that's, what it that's is. That's today's term of gangster mm-hmm. music. That's basically that's what, what it is. That's what I feel. Mm-hmm. You know, I we had agree, a point where we went through that. the trap era and maybe, you know, people would still classify shit as trap, but it's, it's gangster music. If you, if you set aside... Everything else from gangster music, you'll you'll classify it as something else in hip hop. Mm-hmm. You'll classify it as conscious rap. Uh, you'll you'll classify it as like oh, <laughs> right you know, singing and, and I'm saying like you know what I mean. Is you right when you talk about drill? It's like I, I feel like it goes gangster rap, trap, drill, and then maybe there's something that comes. After mm-hmm. this, mm-hmm. so I, I just wanted to answer your question from okay, last yeah, week. yeah, 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 that, and that's definitely like an open. We could keep having that come. That's something that, as music keep evolving and, and things keep happening, it's gonna keep changing. That answer is gonna always keep changing. <clears throat> I'm saying because we got certain artists that might dr- start sing drilling. I'm saying singing and dr- Drake got certain drill songs mm-hmm. that we could put in that category. You know what I'm saying, yeah. but. So it's just a lot of shit. We could we could keep having that conversation as, as shit go on. Definitely shed light on Brooklyn and what, what we doing out here. You know what I'm saying? So it's all positive, man. Hope y'all guys, I mean, definitely enjoying this, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Enjoying this vibe with us. You know what I'm saying? Rocking with us. I mean, we here, man. Right, right. Yep. It, it it wasn't we didn't have no real hostile moments. I'm waiting for you mm-hmm. to say some. Mm-hmm. some yeah, <laughs> some it might come shit. next week with that list. I'm telling you, yeah, shit. Because uh, you talking about 2020, 2016 artists. It might be a couple 2016 artists on there. I want to hear shit. Okay. All right. Just make sure it can stand the test of time, and it'll be shit. valid. All right. I got you. What's your hot take for this week? Shit, man, I'm I'm trying to get back consistent working out, man. That's just my biggest thing this week. I'm trying to eat healthy. This nigga, Kenny, talking about this fucking uh, this 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 juice and this shit and all this. I'm trying. I'm I'm gonna see if I could try it out. Um, you on your Seamoss shit? Nah, not no Seamoss. I ain't with no fucking Seamoss. But I try to. I'm gonna try to juice some some apples or you know what I'm saying. Try to juice a couple shit. See if I I don't know because he talking all this green. I can't really eat greens, vegetables and shit like that. So I don't know. I'm gonna see. You know what I'm saying see how I work out. But I'm definitely trying to get back on my workout shit. Get back in shape. Get ready for the summer. Get ready to take these trips. My birthday in like two weeks. That's the, that's the biggest hot take. You know what I'm saying my birthday in two weeks. Facts facts. We lit. We going life. up, turning up. God, you know what I'm saying God bless. You know what I'm saying more make life, sure we here. You know what I'm saying. That's it. That that that's just twenty. I'm, I'm I end up going through. I went through a little midlife crisis. Other, I'm from getting closer to thirty, man. That number getting scary. You know what I'm saying that's the <laughs> biggest thing. I, my birthday coming. I'm like, yeah, my birthday, but I ain't too happy, man. I'm getting too old. Shit feel crazy. You know what I'm saying, but it's a blessing. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. it's a blessing to get this old. Blessing to be here with my family. You know what I'm saying love. Right. I definitely been feeling a lot of love. No bad energy. It's been like this for a while. You know what I'm saying it's been like this for a couple of years. Good energy around me. I ain't got too much to complain about. Just trying to get better day by day. You know what I'm right. saying? That's it. How you feeling though, man? What's your hot take? Um, your, your top 10 ain't going to come nowhere near mine for, for, for a hit-to-hit battle. And not even hit-to-hit. 
but your shit ain't gonna touch mine. I don't think your songs are gonna be able to compete with mine. All right, I'm gonna respect it because yeah. I know who you are. So should, yeah. I'm gonna respect it. But I, I could let y'all know. Songs, next episode is definitely gonna be the episode where this shit because <laughs> yeah. I respect. I respect the shit on your list. Nigga. I was <laughs> fuck, what you talking about, nigga? Give a shit on your list, no respect, nigga. What? Yo, trash. I'm calling it now. It's, oh, this list trash. I don't want to hear no motherfucking. Earth, wind, and fire. Like I don't want to hear. Not, nah, but this hip hop. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying no, 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 no. I'm talking about. I don't want to hear no, not no biggie on. Listen, look, look. No, no wait, no biggie on no top ten. No biggie on your top ten. I bet not hear no biggie. On your <laughs> Yo, this nigga's hot. But you gonna put juicy on there? This nigga's hot. I, 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 I go with juicy. That's okay. it. That's it. Listen, it's still, I don't want to hear. Look, look. I don't want to hear no it. songs. What? I know a bunch of Jay Z songs. What you gonna look, put listen, a bunch of Adderall shit? Look, on look. Your, I'm gonna tell shit? you this. I'm gonna make my top ten, and I'm gonna make his top ten. I'm gonna come in here and the songs he put on his top ten. I'm gonna make my top ten, and I think he gonna put. We'll see how many I, I'm, I'm right about. Because I already know half of the shit you put on your top ten. I already you, you know half of the you know half of the artists. I know half of the shit you put. The on The artists your top you don't 10. know what I'm putting on my top ten. We gonna see next week, man. We're gonna have 50 push ups on this. I gotta get at least five right out of 10. Not happening. I don't know what the fuck you gonna have. This nigga might have some fucking, some, some Gucci gang on his fucking top 10. Listen, man. I ain't gonna Gucci gang might make it, man. I'm saying this Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Gucci gang, Gucci gang, man. He might make it up there. This nigga's Never crazy. Know, man. I'm saying it's gonna be a bunch of fly shit, bunch of hot shit. That's it. My top ten, a bunch of lyrics though. You know I'm going with that. I already told you. Come on, we ain't gonna go. Listen. Yeah, make sure the lyrics are there. Listen. Make sure the lyrics are there. Make sure the lyrics are there, so, and, and make talk, sure also you, make sure the stories are there because I want to know where you were. We're gonna yeah. spend the whole episode. All right. We're yeah. gonna spend the whole episode going through your top ten, I, where you were when you received that mm-hmm. music, why you put it in your top ten, mm-hmm. and you're gonna have to vouch for your shits. Mm-hmm. I don't right. want no bullshit right. on there because I'm going to question it. Listen. And I'm going to... I'm going to question whether you should ever say his, anything about music if his, your shit his, is not up to his, par. His if list. I can't respect it... Listen. And I could swap it out for something else listen. that you will like... Listen. I don't respect your fucking top 10 from now. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what you talking about. I don't respect your shit from now. So I'm letting you know, man. So whatever you say about mine, my top 10 is going to be what it's going to be. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you might... Agree with five of my top ten. You know what I'm saying? So no. All right. We're gonna see, man. I might fuck with it. Like I, I want everybody to participate in this once again. The no need to debate hip hop top ten. Yeah, send y'all list then too, man. Songs. If y'all, if y'all no got need a to list, debate hip hop songs list. Mm-hmm. All right. Send y'all songs in and uh we'll we'll debate this. This was another yeah. episode of the No Need to Debate Podcast. We out of here. Stay safe, man. Stay safe. No need to debate a podcast.